Welcome to EM Healing, which is hosted by myself, Mahatma Star Seed. And when you dive into our episodes, you are going to be inspired to grow, to shift, to reflect on your inner wealth. If you are looking to find a new way of living, you have found it. So enjoy this wonderful episode that we're tuning into right now. Greetings, greetings. This is Mahatma Starseed, and I am tuning in for another moment with Mahatma. So, as you can see, I am getting up on my consistency because I really enjoy unfolding these conversations and I really am providing, you know, the school of healing from the sounds of Mahatma. And however you want to grow and expand from it, it is your prerogative. So enjoy this next episode. Um, today is actually, I want to dedicate today's episode um, to my cousin. He just recently passed away. His name is Ariel Quinones. Um bittersweet to be able to experience the transition of such a young loved one. Um, Definitely cosmic that I literally just posted um, an episode about death and having that conversation and a couple of days later finding out about about this transition was definitely um, not something I was looking to experience so early, uh, but it's definitely a perfect example of like what it means to um, seek to be more grateful, more gratitude filled as you're um, grieving. And I'll I'll be honest with y'all, it ain't easy. I'm over here shuffling some cards because I'm going to share one of my compassion cards that I have here um, just to, you know, give some insight. (laughs) And uh, before I read that card, I just want to say that what made it easy? What made it easier to accept I would say immediately accepting that I had to go and be with my family, um, immediately understanding, you know, who was going to be more emotionally distraught, who um, I should be in connection with, how I want to show up as a, a member in my family, and, and, and how can I um, seek to hold the light uh, for for my family while I'm around them and it was oh it was just so like enlightening it was a week of family um and what I can say is it really made me look at situations in my life you know with um having work you know I had some podcast interviews lined up I had a 
cancel or reschedule them. You know, I was I I like to be transparent in the work that I do, so I let them know that I had a a tragic death in my family, and the reason why it was tragic is because we don't expect, you know, young ones to pass away. You don't expect how you're supposed to deal with it, and so it it creates this tragic emotion inside of you. And it really opened up my eyes to seeing how much more prepared we need to be as a family um, to help us not have to experience death in such tragic ways. Um, Being prepared for death, allowing ourselves to prepare for death, I feel would bring elasticity to our lives, would bring more accountability to our lives. Those were the things that came up for me and being able to not sit in so many things, you know, because we have this ability to still be alive. We have this ability to still transform life from this physical form. And that is a major blessing that a lot of us don't really realize we still have when we wake up in in our everyday lives. And sometimes we drag emotions on like they don't have to die, you know. Let's learn how to let emotional distress die in our lives before emotional distress kills us in our life. You know, it's very important for us to be honest that if we're dying at a very young age, an untypical pattern It's a big indication of like, you know, the stress that is riddling our life that is causing us to create a moment that will consume us. And we want to learn how we can help support our families, how to get out of that. So please, if you have not listened to my bonding with death before and after, please go back and tap into that because we are talking from such a light place. I'm thankful that I did that recording before this because I don't know um, if I would have been able to do that recording so fresh because my my cousin did just recently pass away and I feel like I had to dedicate this episode for him. I had to allow myself to express my feelings vulnerably because that's what we want to be able to do. We want to share our sounds with others, however it can be healing. This is my healing modality of sharing it with you and helping you to see how to heal. But yours, it can look very different. It doesn't have to look like this. If you want it to look like this, cool. Go set up a podcast. You know, go start sharing the reflections that you're not able to share or look for the insights that you are looking to share you know, and record those. This is how we're going to be able to transition through these kind of life experiences because, you know, what somebody was saying at his wake, you know, was saying like, you know, what happened today is very sad. However, unfortunately, it's going to happen again. And it's going to happen again after that and again after that. And, And, you know, that is the harsh truth. And so... The truth of the matter is, if death is going to keep meeting us, we need to be willing to start meeting death too. So I'm going to take that moment to transition into this compassion card. 
Um, compassion is something that we are so not really looking at from a bigger micro perspective because a lot of people think compassion is this like the super gentle um, action you know that typically leads to over coddling and that that is just not compassion compassion is really you know what I'm gonna go and pull up on my search engine and really give a, a definition of you know how compassion is being defined um, for us right now and so compassion is sympathetic pity or or and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others Compassion motivates people to get out of their way to relieve the physical, mental, or emotional pains of others and themselves. Compassion is often regarded as being sensitive to the emotional aspects of the suffering of others. That was the Wikipedia definition. Shout out to the Wikipedia. Um, And that's to say that compassion is meant to create relief. You know, that the key word, relief. And coddling does not create relief. Let's just make that understand. <laughs> so um, if you want to learn more about those things, please go back and look for my episode about bonding with codependency. It's earlier on in season three. Totally transformative stuff. So I, as some of you know, I do card readings. I call my readings energetic readings I don't necessarily say I'm a tarot reader or an oracle card reader I I I don't really go into that wheelhouse for me I attach to things in a way that call me forward to better help me express my sound of the love and light that is bright inside of me So I found this compassion card in one of my Buddha stores that I go into. Um, Pardon me, I I mess up people's names. But the name of this compassion card book is Pama Chodrons. It's C-H-O-D-R-O-N. And it's the teachings for awakening the heart in everyday life. So the card number I pulled out is number 44. And the message is, train in the three difficulties. And now I'm going to do the commentary in the back to explain the three difficulties or the three difficult practices are to recognize your neurosis as neurosis. (laughs) I'm going to Google that for y'all because you don't normally hear that word. And yeah, I got I got my search engine up here because I like to. Um, relatively mild mental illness that is not caused by organic disease involving symptoms of stress, but not a radical loss of touch with reality. So you're not all the way far left, but you're going there. <laughs> That's what it's saying. So recognize when you're going off base is basically what that practice is saying and that's difficult that is a difficult practice because a lot of people get triggered 
in a conversation by just one word and they'll go off on a tangent of their trigger instead of actually just having the conversation. And so we want to be compassionate for ourselves and really identify what causes us to get anxiety, obsessive behavior, depression, and really speak to that. Oh, this card, see this compassion card, it'd be digging in there. So that was number one. Number two is then not to do the habitual thing, but to do something different to interrupt their neurotic habit. And number three is to make this practice a way of life. So these are three difficult practices because you have to be the one to recognize it. You have to be the one to make sure that it be it doesn't become habitual. And you have to be the one to do things to help interrupt any habitual habit that creates neurotic behavior. And you have to make this a practice. You have to be awake to this. You cannot just wait for other people to tell you, hey, you're doing this and you do it a lot. You know, that's living off of someone else's compassionate lifestyle and we really want to learn how to bring compassion to ourselves and wow like this is really hitting home (laughs) this is really really hitting home you know with the talking about death talking about um early death and how we can help transform that and creating stress in our life and learning how to bring it back to zero so that we can have an ever um, everlasting lifespan that will help us to live in a peaceful, natural setting, you know, and in order for us to do that, we, we really have to instill practices. We really have to be willing to be grateful for this now moment and grateful for the lessons that have brought us to this now moment And we want to be able to bring appreciation into that. How can we show our world, you know, our picture story that you have acknowledged the lesson and you want to insert something that's never been there before so that you can show that you're redefining your experience because you recognize where you go left and what takes you out of center. Oh man, that is so key. It's like mind blowing when you really allow yourself to understand what has been apprehending you. And um, I have some upcoming guests that are coming. I I just did an episode um, with the episode that's going to come out after this that we're talking about getting unstuck. So make sure you look out for that episode, it's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks, Getting Unstuck. That's with Miriam Wexler. But what I have coming up for you this week that is going to help you to bring more compassion into your lifestyle. Let's look at the lineup right now. We we just posted you know, the bonding with death before and after. And this weekend, we're going to be 
solidifying the conversation about bonding with our spiritual and business journey. That's with Jenna Poston and myself, which is a great conversation. This is going to be a great place where you see someone embodying the behavior that we are talking about right now, uh, helping ourselves to show the appreciation of, okay, I've, I, I took myself somewhere that was a habitual um, choice, uh, but I see that I need to make another choice now, and how can I provide myself the space and capacity to see that through. So she has a really great message uh, that's going to be coming out after this episode. I believe after this episode, I'm I'm trying to look at these dates. Um, Either it just came out or it's coming out. What do you want me to tell you? I'm doing my best here. I have a slew of wonderful recordings that are coming. I'm just so thankful for it because it has kept me energized being able to work in my purpose while I'm going through this transition is priceless. Even though I had to reschedule some of my sessions, I I didn't sit there and say, I don't want to be anything a part of it. Because the inkling in my head was there. I was like, I feel like the rest of my year is done. You know, like my, my, one of my top fave cousins is, is dispersed from this earthly plane. How am I going to swallow this, digest this? I don't know if I want to work for the rest of the month, but then I allowed myself to sit in the feeling of like, what would work do for me? And it was like, oh, work would give me healing. Work would give me conversations that are going to help me to get through these next couple of weeks. And So it would be erroneous for me to step out of this work environment. And so being able to walk in your purpose, it brings such more of an ease to the things that are happening in your daily life because it helps you to show up better because you get to go somewhere that you're going to be authentic and you're going to get to express what's happening for you right now. And that's some pivotal stuff that I feel is the disruption of the neuros- of the neurotic behavior that has been happen- happening within my generational timeline. And so um, I like to take these practices and look at them on an even higher plane and not just look at it for the life that I'm living, but look at it from the life that I'm living in the lineage that I have been born into. You know, we really want to look to see how much our goals are superly identical to those that have walked ahead of us and how do we want to bring some uniqueness to the path that we now walk and that requires us to give compassion to our behaviors because we don't we're looking to look at our behaviors and not so much judge them because sometimes when we take the route of judging them we look at it as if it's bad or good And if we can just turn our thoughts and just look at our behaviors from an objective place so that we can say, is this still serving me or can I empower this action to serve me even more? So this is what the rest of the episodes are definitely going to be feeding you with. And um, as always, make sure you tap into the healing sounds that come 
out right after posting this episode because it's meant for you to reflect so that you can really digest everything that you have heard. Because to be conscious, one must be willing to allow what they nourish themselves with to really digest and disperse throughout the body system, the body's nervous system, so that we can uh, really take these things into action. So go ahead and enjoy the EM healing sounds that are coming up next. So until then, this is Mahatma tuning out.